Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 266. My body mind is sped up. How do I slow down? A question from a listener. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi there. Welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, I'm going to speak to a question that a listener that I'm calling Alicia sent to me. And I really love this question, not because it's like unusual. I mean, it's a probably a fairly common question. Um, but I, I don't know, something in the way that she phrases some of the things she phrases. And you can hear when you read the question, I'll read the whole question in a second. Um, you can hear the sticky points. You can hear some some ways where her mind is making this more complicated than it needs to be. So I just feel like it's, I don't know, I love like just hearing a question and then hearing something behind it. It's really exciting because you, you know, we all, when when we're asking the question, we don't see what's behind it. It just looks a certain way. But often when you listen to someone else, you see, oh, wow, this isn't the question at all. Like what they're asking, what's coming out of their mouth really isn't the question. There's a lot more that's buried in that that you that you maybe see and you want to kind of help them see. So um, so I'm going to read Alicia's question. It's fairly short. I'll read the whole question and then just to give you a feel for it. And then I'll kind of break it down and speak to parts of it. So let's see. So she says, Hi, Amy. I've been listening to your answers to questions a lot recently, and I'm having a lot of new insights from hearing what you're saying. However, there is something that I'm struggling to change. My family and work colleagues describe me as a speedy person, and many times I get asked to chill out or calm down. I can feel the speed in me, and I try to calm myself by focusing on my heart area or my breath, but I'm still not getting to the root reason why I can't seem to slow myself down. I'm just too pacey. She says, I want to be able to feel the peace of mind that I know is always there. And so I'm wondering if I'm avoiding something by not being able to slow myself down enough to feel my own peace. I know intellectually that I can't find the peace I'm looking for outside of me, but I can't seem to be still enough to really really feel it inside of me be amazing if you could put some words together around this. Okay. So such a great question, um, Alicia. I love it. And again, there's a lot, a lot kind of buried in this that I want to sort of pick out a little bit. So this first section, I'll I'll reread the first section. My family and work colleagues describe me as a speedy person. And many times I get asked to chill out or calm down. I can feel the speed in me and I try to calm myself by focusing on my heart or my breath but I'm still not getting to the root reason why I can't seem to slow down. So, and what I love too is um, when Alicia sent me the question, she bolded certain uh, phrases, <laughs> which is just fun because you kind of really see that she's just showing me flat out, like this is what I think is important. So she bolded root reason, of course, right? So good. So She's not getting, she says, I'm still not getting to the root reason in bold why I can't seem to slow myself down. I'm just too pacey. So my first question for you, Alicia, is, I don't even know how to ask the question, but but about this root reason in bold, like, 
what if there's not one? What would a root reason even be? I don't even know, honestly. Like, so, so what you're describing is a degree, I'm pretty sure, some, some degree of just sped upness, as you say. So like a mind body, like maybe your mind is kind of racing, but also your nervous system is, is a little fast or you just feel like a faster paced energy than, than it seems that other people have. Something along those lines, right? This whole body, mind, um, it seems like it's kind of both body and mind, which makes sense. Uh, just a, just an energy, a higher energy or a, or a speed, as you say there, that leads people to tell you to chill out or calm down. And you're looking for the root reason. If there even was a root reason, I, I can't even imagine what it might be. I mean, maybe we could, we could say maybe some sort of trauma let put you into this kind of higher speed, almost like a chronic like nervous system activation, fight or flight sort of thing. I don't know. You can see if that resonates and feels right to you. Uh, I don't know, some kind of imbalance. I hate that word even as I say that because it totally makes it sound like there's a perfect balance and you're not there and this is a problem. But I don't know, those are just a couple things that come to mind right away. But I just want to share with you, like I, I have no idea what a root reason might be. And I think it's fascinating for you to see that you're looking for it. And I don't know if you know what a root reason might be, but tell me if you do, because I, I mean, like, what are we even looking for here? What if there is no root reason? Now, if there is some root reason like a trauma, let's just say, then what? Now, of course, the mind comes up with all kinds of then what's. It's like, this is how a mind works. There has to be a problem for me to be working on at all times. Therefore, I need to specify the problem. I need to really nail it down and know exactly what the problem is, which usually includes knowing what caused the problem. I don't know why that's an issue. Uh, like why that looks like it's important to the mind to know what caused it. But I mean, we can kind of see like a mind sort of reasons in its own illogical reasoning. If I know what caused this, the, what the root cause of this sped up energy is, then somehow I can go back. I don't know how to do this. Mind never knows how to do all this, but somehow I'll be able to trace things backward, go back to the root cause, rectify it, fix it, figure it out, whatever it is, and therefore I won't be sped up anymore. Now, as I say that, I don't know, that might sound really backwards, like it kind of does to me, or like there are moments where that can sound totally logical. And I know for me, for years, that sounded totally logical because that's exactly what I was doing. I, exactly what I was doing, <laughs> looking back to like, when was the first time I felt this way? And when did it start? And, and what was the belief that formed in that moment and trying to reverse engineer everything. But you want to start to see how, how first, how compelling that is to a mind, because it really appears to give us some kind of uh, roadmap for how it's going to solve your problems. And a mind loves that. That's all it wants to do is find a problem and solve it. So it loves having a big, kind of ambiguous, vague, uncertain problem to chew on, and then trying to find all these roadmaps and paths and clues to kind of find. I mean, that's just, it's dream. It's Your mind is staying very busy and keeping you kind of, hooked into it, so to speak, like 
like, oh yeah, that is right. If we can just find these, if if you're right, mind, if we can just find all these clues and find the right answer, then everything's going to be okay. Like that's how it always thinks and always talks around any number of things. So you can see why it's kind of like that, but we really want to start to see that that is just mind activity. That even if there is a root reason, I don't think there's any root reason for anything. In the big picture, there's no real root reason for anything. But even if we say, okay, this this all started uh, on X date when XYZ thing happened. Now what? <laughs> I guarantee you're going to poke around at that and think about it and think about it in different ways and your mind will throw out some alternative theories and it's going to try to reverse engineer the whole thing. But I don't think that even does anything for us at all. It keeps the mind busy. It keeps this idea of a you that has a problem that needs help and a you that will be okay, will be more okay once your problem is solved. It keeps that alive not really alive, but it keeps the illusion of that alive. And that's, again, exactly what feels comfortable and familiar. And it gives us hope, which keeps us listening to the mind. The mind loves to give us hope. It's constantly giving us hope. But but that's all hope is, is a thought. It's a thought that keeps us hooked into an idea of there's a me and I can be better someday. That's all hope is. Very useful at a certain point when they're really, when it really feels like a you who has absolutely no hope, that's pretty horrible. So, so for sure, I'm not completely knocking hope. I just think people listening to this podcast are ready to see what hope really is. You know, there's a time and place for hope. But, but that's, that's kind of what that energy is doing. So, what if, Alicia, there is no root reason and certainly not one that you're ever going to accurately, that your mind is going to accurately identify and then be able to do something about? What if we just took that off the table? Then what? Now, I don't know. I wish I could talk to you. I mean, again, sometimes that feels like well, that sucks. It feels very hopeless because because we were really caught up in this story of hey, there's hope and I there's a there's something's going to change one day and this is all going to be better. And so sometimes considering like oh, all of this stuff about the root reason and finding it and change and all of that, that's all just mind activity. That can feel that can leave us feeling kind of lost, kind of hopeless, kind of like well, what's the point? And I don't know where to go from here. And that's totally normal if that's how it feels. Other times or in other moments, it might might feel really free because it's like, oh, so all of this conversation about my speed being a problem and my mind being on this journey to find the, the cause so that it can fix the problem, all of that was just thought. All of that is just exactly what a mind does. And I don't have to worry about that or try to figure any of this out. Like that can feel amazing. It can take a massive weight off. And anything in between, right? Like anything, it can feel however it feels. So just to put that out, any of that is okay. But either way, whether it feels great or horrible, look in that direction. Lean into this possibility what if there is no root reason to discover? And what if 
the speed, you know, your, your paciness isn't a problem. What if at this moment, it's just kind of the, the way your body mind runs? And, and even as I say that, there are all kinds of exceptions. And I know you can probably see these. All kinds of ways that everybody's body mind wavers. It's a little sped up. It's a little slow down. I'm positive that you're no exception to that. All Maybe even times when you really don't feel sped up at all. And then you can kind of look even deeper at this. Like, what does it even mean to be sped up? What am I comparing it to? Now, for sure, people, you say people have told you, chill out, calm down. You feel it. You feel it like a little heightened energy. So I'm not saying that there isn't some body-mind speed in a sense that's being felt and that's fine. But notice where the mind comes in and does all the comparisons. And it happens so quickly. It happens way beyond your conscious awareness most of the time. It does the comparisons. It assigns a bunch of meaning, what this must mean about you. And we'll get to that in a minute in your question, because I can see a lot of the meaning. It comes right out in your question. A lot of the meaning that your mind is assigned to this, that there's a piece and you're not going to be able to find it and all of that. So it, it compares to how it should be or how you think other people are. It assigns all this meaning. It tells all these stories about a future, again, often beyond your your conscious awareness even, what it means about you and for your future and how things are going to go and what you're likely to feel and what you're likely to miss out on feeling. And all of that happens in an instant when, when your speed looks like a problem. And then we walk around feeling that problem. But all of that is just what that computer does in your head. It's just what what a mind does. It just spits out these calculations, spits out these conclusions. But but now you're really looking at this, which is amazing. And you really get to see, is this even a problem? And what if it's not? And not for you to decide it's not a problem. I don't want you to decide or try to believe that it's not a problem at all. Not at all. If it fully feels like a problem to you, fine. I just want you to see that as a thought, see that as a belief. Maybe you 100% believe this is an issue and you don't want it that way. That's totally fine. But just see it as something you're believing rather than an objective truth of life. Because it's definitely not, there's no way we can call this an objective truth of life. There's a speed there, maybe more often than not, and then there's a mind labeling it a problem. Now, what happens if you if you start to, as you start to really kind of see, okay, this is a belief, and I really believe it, but it's a belief. It's a thought. Automatically, some space around that starts to show up, and I'm just speaking in like metaphor. There's no space, but just kind of see if you can get a feel for what I'm pointing to here. When it's more like, oh, that's just what this body-mind seems to do, or what this body-mind seems to have done when I reflect back, when I look back, because we we don't know what's going to happen in an instant. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. You might believe it'll be like that in the future, but that's a thought. So, and it's also thought that that's required to look back, but that's okay. So let's say, yes, there's thought here that can reflect back and say, okay, historically, it sure appears like there's been some speediness here. There's been some paciness here. But, but that's just how 
how it's looking right now. And, and maybe that's not a problem. And maybe that just is what is. And just leaning in, again, not to convince yourself, but to just try it on like you're trying on a new outfit. I'm just going to try this on and see. I don't need to push against it. I don't need to get mad at it. It doesn't, it's not a problem I need to solve because I'm playing with it not being a problem. What if this is just, this is just how this runs? There's just a certain speed here. As you lean into it like that, all kinds of new stuff gets to show up. You're not in this super hyper-focused state of this is a problem. It has a root cause. I need to find the root cause. Like that's a massive distraction from what's actually here. It's a ma- That's why a mind does it. It's just all about me, 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 me. Keep me busy. I'm going to help you keep pretending that you're a separate self and you have all these problems to solve. It's just a mind doing what it does, keeping itself very relevant. And, and it's a total distraction from what we might call reality, so to speak, the bigger sense of things. It just keeps us looking down this very, very narrow uh, tunnel. And then all we see is what's in that narrow tunnel. All we see is more of this being a problem. But as you start to try on this new outfit of, uh, maybe this isn't a problem. Maybe it's just how how, how this body mind runs. Maybe there's nothing to fix here you kind of start feeling that more and more, that tunnel widens and widens and widens and you get to see new things. And even things like, like you've done, like you say, you've, um, you try to focus on your heart area or your breath. Like those are things that have occurred to you that maybe are helpful. Now, maybe they're not, maybe they're just part of the problem solving mission that your mind is on, you know, and they're just checking things off a list and they don't do anything for you. If so, let them go. If they don't, if you don't truly feel called to them, there's no reason to do those things. But as as you're playing with this potentially not being a problem that you need to solve, potentially not being this big meaningful thing about you that's preventing you from all these wonderful things in life, and it's just how things are, you can sit there and you can feel the speed. You can feel that energy. You can welcome it. Like, hey, come on in, energy. Hang out with me. I'm just going to feel into this. There's no issue here. In this moment, without a judgment showing up, there's no issue with any speed for any of us ever. How could there be? So you get to kind of lean into that and and try it on and be with it in a loving way, in a neutral way that isn't about judgment and trying to make it go away. And you will see, if there's something to see in that, you will see it from that place. Like just things open up so much. Okay, so I want to go on to the next part of your question. She says, I want to be able to feel the peace of mind that I know is always there. So I'm wondering if I'm avoiding something by not being able to slow myself down enough to feel my own peace. So, so good. I love this question, Alicia. It's an excellent question. Um, just for everyone, for everyone around like I, I ask it myself all the time. I ask it of people all the time. We might say the question something like, um, you know, is there, how do you say it? Am I avoiding something by not being able to slow myself down? Like you might just ask yourself, like, is there something here that wants to be felt? Is there something here that I'm not wanting to feel? Like what? What wants to come up? What wants to be seen? What wants to be felt? What am I possibly afraid to feel? If that 
if you like that way of asking it. What do I not want to see here? What do I not want to feel? Excellent, amazing questions. Now, the thing I want to mention for you kind of in how you word it is I can hear there's, I think, like you have a thought, you have a belief about this or you have a theory anyway. Maybe it's not as strong as a belief, but you have a theory that this sped upness is masking something. It's it's helping you to avoid something. And there's it's it feels heavy as I read it. Like, oh gosh, there's something in there and it's lurking and I can't get to it. And now I have this speed up problem, this speeding up problem, and I need to solve this problem so that I can so I can stop avoiding. And and it, maybe it doesn't feel like that for you, but for many people it does. You can feel it start to just take on more and more heaviness and meaning. And And I just want you to see all of that is thinking too. All of that is thinking. You aren't avoiding anything because you're not doing any of this on purpose. You're not pumping your speed up. Like you, you don't, you couldn't do that if you tried, just like you can't slow it down on demand, right? Like, like there's just a body mind thing going on here. You aren't doing it. You aren't avoiding anything. You're actually doing the opposite in a sense. You're saying, hey, I, I would love to, feel calmer. I'm curious about what's being avoided here, if anything. So if anything, you have the intention on the flip side, you know, to not avoid. So just kind of look at it in that sense with this bit of curiosity about what's there rather than letting your mind turn this into another problem. There's something hidden. There's, you know, again, it's all about what's here that I don't see. That can be a problem for the mind to chew on forever because it will never solve it. Usually a mind won't ever solve it. So it can chew on that problem forever. Or it can be a really beautiful, just curious question to put out. Like, wow, if there's something that wants to be seen or felt, what might it be? Can I feel it? And the thing is, what we're wanting to, well, like what's wanting to be seen and felt is coming up to be seen and felt. So this is kind of the irony in this, right? Is there's a whole speediness that you're calling a problem and saying, no, I don't want you. I don't want you. I want to know what you're covering or I want to know the root cause of you, but I don't want you. I don't want you. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because life's really pretty simple. Life's going to just give us what it wants us to see. It, I don't think it speaks in riddles. I don't think it's this, like it doesn't give us all these hoops to jump through and then we get to see what's hidden. I mean, I get how we can feel that way when we're mucking around in resistance and ego thoughts and all, you know, all the, all the stuff there. But really, it's like all we can ever do, ever, any of us, and we have this available to us constantly without fail, is feel what's here. And if what's here is a speediness, feel it. (laughs) That's what's here. That's what wants to be seen. That's what, in a sense, is being avoided. It's definitely being called a problem, right? And saying, I need to fix you and you shouldn't be this way. Well, no, no. That's the thing you want to feel. So so again, it goes back to the beginning part. Like, feel right into the speediness. Welcome it. It's not a problem. And if there's more behind it, great. You're going to see that at some point. But you're only going to see that by feeling into this top layer, feeling into what is here right now. That's true for all of us all the time. 
no exceptions with any feeling, anything that's showing up. Our mind doesn't want us to feel, so it tells a big story about a different route that has to be taken, that there are hidden forces and there are root causes and all of this. It just keeps us solving this mental puzzle, but it's so much simpler than that. You have the ability to feel what's here right now, and if that's a paciness, then feel the paciness. Really, really simple. You know, one thing you might do too is as you're feeling this paciness and, and as you're curious, when you're genuinely just curious, like, huh, I wonder if there's something being avoided here, is to best you can just stop. Now, you can't stop your nervous system from doing whatever it's doing. You can't stop thought on demand. You can play with that though. You can, most people are able to kind of sit in a thoughtless place for at least a few seconds. So you can play with that stuff. But to to at least physically sit down, stop, do nothing, hang out. Let your mind get to a point where maybe you can feel into a space where there's not a lot of thinking. Just let your nervous system do what it needs to do. There's all kinds of space to just sit and be with exactly what's showing up there. And see, like if you're curious, is something being avoided by all this action and activity, then sit down, See, let the action and activity come to a natural resting place. Best is, you know, it's, you're not doing that, but is however that's going to go, and then see what's there. And that sounds way too simple for a mind. A mind wants to again dig around in the past and all of this. It doesn't want to deal with what's. I don't even know that it can even see what's here right now. A mind is all about time, so it will want to jump ahead or jump back. But just by being in what's here right now and maybe stopping and seeing what's there if anything is wanting to come up and be seen but it's being you know actioned away really quickly just play with that a little bit and see what you find okay so the last part of the question alicia says i know intellectually that i can't find the peace i'm looking for outside of me right but I can't seem to be still enough to really feel it inside of me. Again, I think this is so, so good. I mean, really like insightful and I love how you asked the question. But it kind of reveals some beliefs and expectations that we want to see, you know, that we want to know that are there if we don't know already. So, right, you're not going to find peace out, quote unquote, outside of you anywhere. But when it comes to feeling it inside of you, just kind of notice what you believe about that. It might be a good exercise, again, for you to even just write down, like, what do, what do I believe about this? That I have to be really calm and then beneath that calm, like, like that I have to be really calm to be able to feel peace. That when when one has a higher energy or a more sped up energy, that's masking something or that's taking over something. Like, I don't know exactly how that is for you, but it, I, I sense the flavor of that. That, again, if we go back to the sky and the weather kind of analogy that, you know, in order to have the blue sky, there needs to be no weather. The weather needs to clear out. Then you'll be able to see your blue sky. I don't, that's not really what's, what we're saying there. So look at this yourself. Like, what are your expectations about what peace feels like and how you get to it and all of that? Because I guarantee all of that is like a lot of thought. 
And what if in what's arising is where peace is? There's only, there's only this anyway. There's really not like peace and then terror or like sped upness and then calm. These are all concepts. And I know they, they seem to do a good job describing what we feel a lot of the times. But if you take a step back from that and really look, it's not about getting rid of this speed so that you can discover what's beneath it. It's there already. Everything's there. So in the spirit of feeling what's arising, maybe as you feel into that speed, you see, wow, even in this paciness, I can be at peace. Now, I don't know. You discover that for yourself. Look for that yourself. But I know that I've certainly found that and I think everybody probably has. Like, in these tears, in this grief, in this sadness, even in this fear and in this anxiety, there can be a peace there. So I say this to you, Alicia, mostly because again, I want you to just notice where your mind is making this in either or. I'm too sped up and that's bad. I want to be calm. I'm too sped up and that's bad because it's keeping me from peace. These are all just mind distinctions that aren't true. They're just thoughts. All that is is a thought, but it has a certain logic to it. And it gets, you know, it, it looks like it's um, confirmed by the world around us. Like everybody, people would agree with that probably. A lot of people would agree if you say it that way, but that's okay. We're not, we're not a lot of people. A lot of people don't really get how things work. So this is where you want to kind of see that and, and start to question anything that looks like a, if this, then that, or an either, or that's a thought. And what if it's not either or, it's and. I can feel any degree of, of sped upness and I'm at peace. I can feel absolutely no peace at all and that's okay. I can feel any degree of sped upness and that's not a problem. Keep turning these into ands instead of either ors. And it really starts to expand things so, so much. And what I love about this too is it, it keeps pointing us back to going in, to saying yes, not to saying no. Going in to the sped upness, if that's what's there, and saying, yes, you're allowed. You can be here. You're what wants to be seen at the moment, obviously, because you're what's here. You are what life is showing me right now. Life is always just giving us whatever it's giving us. Like, let's say yes to that and look right at it and feel right into it. That, that just feels so inclusive and welcoming and big, so much bigger, more expansive to say yes to what is than, to, than when our mind is constantly doing, which is saying no to everything, not this, something else, not this, something else. If this, then not that. So keep welcoming all of this. I, I'm so glad you asked this question. I really like, just feel like it, I don't know, I love it. There's so many completely innocent and very logical conclusions, you know, so many innocent misunderstandings and really logical misunderstandings that I think most of us have that we, when we look at it just from this little tweak, this little slightly different angle, it's like, wow, what if none of this is a problem? And the sped upness is my invitation to go right into what I'm feeling. Maybe that's the way rather than, oh, there's this thing about me I can't seem to change. That's 
only ever excluding and call, you know calling things problems and keeping us very mind identified, which is exactly what the mind wants. But really, there is no problem here. Keep saying yes. Keep leaning into all of it. And this speediness that once looked like a problem, I think you can look back and be like, wow, thank God for that. That really showed me so much. And that, and I'd say that just because I think that's always how it is for every single one of us with anything that looks like a problem. So thank you so much, Alicia, for sending this question. I really hope something in this is helpful to you and to others. The fall 2023 Little School of Big Change class begins in just one week from today on September 11th. 95% of LSBC grads say that what they learned in this course put them on the path to lasting change. We're so confident in that that we offer a money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Head over to the littleschoolofbigchange.com to enroll now. It's going to be an amazing six weeks full of insights and lasting change for all of us. I really hope to see you there. 